Good morning and welcome to the Turlock Chamber of Commerce Agribusiness Committee podcast. We aim to ignite interest in local agricultural businesses, provide scholarship opportunities, and connect with our community. My name is Taylor Dew, and I will be hosting the first episode with Michelle Penny of Del Rio Nut Company. Michelle has a long history of involvement within the local agricultural fields. Good morning, Michelle. Can you tell us about yourself and how you get involved with the Turlock Chamber of Commerce Agricultural Committee? Yes. So I got involved with the Chamber of Commerce Ag Committee in early 2019. Another member on the committee, Bart Muller, um, he and I had connected over some other things and he had asked if I would be interested knowing that I had experience in the classroom as a teacher before, but now working in the ag field, he thought I'd be a good fit for the committee, especially when it comes to reviewing applications and trying to promote it to students as I'd had that connection already. So he asked me to join then and I'm still here. Awesome. So what's your role in the committee? So I serve as an active voting member on the committee. And basically our committee, which is comprised of people throughout the uh, city and basically agricultural community. Um, It could be ag lending, it could be farming, it could be processing, um, anything anything that touches base with agriculture, we have representatives on our committee. So um, I feel like my position is really to represent the processing side of agriculture and give that insight as we look you know, to raise money and also give back scholarships to students who are looking for a career in agriculture. Can you tell us a little bit about Del Rio Nut and the almond industry in California? Sure. So um, Del Rio Nut Company was established in 1987. We're located in Livingston, California. Um, My family has been farming uh, for a long time, since the early 1900s. And when my dad came in after college, uh, he decided to opening the marketing side. So we grew almonds along with dried fruits, um, watermelons, things like that over the past century. But we did have an almond huller sheller on our property. So at the time, we were providing it as a service to other almond growers in the area. But uh, my dad decided, you know what, if we're going to have them bring it here, we're going to hull it and shell it here. We can process it and pack it here as well. So in 1987, uh, we started packing almonds and um, we are continuing to do that today. We're in our like 30, almost 35th year. And uh, we, it's really been interesting to be part of Del Rio. And, you know, I didn't grow up in agriculture. It was something that my dad did. And then we lived in town. But having gone off and done my own experience with education and teaching elementary school, and when I realized that wasn't the best fit for me at the same time, my dad had offered that they had room for help. <laughs> and so I, I opted to take that as kind of a hiatus while I looked for what I really wanted to do. But little did I know that that was really what I wanted to do. So since then, I've become the food safety and quality coordinator at Del Rio. So I oversee all of our quality I implement our SQF program and make sure we attain certification for that uh, on an annual basis, um, as well as taking care of everything else, just like any small family business does. Um, But what's really been interesting about the almond industry is 80% of the world's almonds are grown in California's Central Valley. They're not really grown anywhere else in the United States. So it's this 
very dense location of production, yet almonds are consumed on every continent in the world. So coming into this industry, it's been really cool to see how close knit it really is. Um, while we, you know, the Central Valley is also home to like most of the world's production of food. So um, the almond industry has grown tremendously over the last even 20 years. This past year, we hit a record crop of 3.2 billion pounds. So it's, almonds are very in right now and everybody's planting them and the world continues to consume them. So it's, it's a really happening industry to be in right now. That's, that's amazing. I really appreciate the, the information, how much knowledge you have about your industry. Um, mm -hmm. But because you have so much knowledge, what do you think is the biggest challenge facing the almond industry? Because you guys are expanding so quickly um, and it is such a small, uh, tight-knit group. Yes. So I'd say, you know, obviously the biggest thing right now, which hits all of agriculture is water. But if you take, it, take a step back from that, and of course we all need water to grow and everything needs water to grow. Um, but I think when you look at the public opinion of almonds, one of the biggest overarching challenges is that almonds producers are experiencing criticism for sustainable practices. And that could be protecting the honeybees, our allocation and use of water, pesticide or herbicide applications. All of that has been really coming under fire lately. And um, I serve on the Almond Board Global Communications Committee and it's just so interesting to see the research and the work that the almond board and almond growers are doing to make sure that we're implementing sustainable practices on all fronts. And then to see one article come out in say the guardian and it changes all of the public opinion because it's shared on social media so quickly. So but the sustainable practices is the thing that we're most negatively viewed for which is unfortunate because I feel like it's the area that we're putting most of our efforts towards, but it really comes down to knowing how your food is grown. And I think we could say that about anybody in agriculture. Um, the, con the consumer rarely understands where the food came from and how exactly it got there. It's so often that they just see it at the grocery store and that's it. That's they, they don't know. So I've had, uh, customers come back from the East Coast to California and they don't know that almonds grow on trees. All they know is what they've read on social media or that, okay, I think almonds are healthy for me. So again, back to the biggest challenge, it's really communicating that almond growers are doing so much more than the consumer knows to implement sustainable practices. That is a really big challenge, but it's also really good to know that you you guys as a whole, the almond industry is focusing so much on sustainable practices. I think you're right. It is about communication and just having the consumer be knowledgeable. And that really starts at like ground level with them mm -hmm. understanding where their food comes from. And we're so yes. to be in the Central Valley and have that opportunity so close by. I'm sure plenty of people drive by the trees every day and have no clue what they are. Yes. Yes. Well, there's a lot of that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's difficult and it's, it's hard because I think a lot of other industries have representatives that go and advocate and share and 
and are more open about telling the story about what they do. But in agriculture and in almonds too, as well, it seems like everybody's working. <laughs> so we don't get to be as vocal and people are a lot more humble about their story. It, you know, it's, it, it comes from a generation that was, we work hard and we stay humble. So it's hard to ask these people who have been doing this for generations, hey, can you stand up and tell the world what you're doing? And it's, it's difficult. It's like pulling teeth to be like, hey, let's tell this story because it's actually extremely cool. It is. It's amazing. And there I can contest to like a lot of local farmers and they are extremely humble because when I ask about different practices or I ask about the industry, I feel as though they kind of downplay what they're doing, but it's amazing just how much they are doing and how production continues to increase and you have yeah. less and less workers within the industry. So the innovation and the constant innovation um, is something that should be um, shown to everyone because Definitely. I feel like the agriculture industry is the most innovative, maybe inside the entire country. I completely agree. Every, I mean, the challenges that are facing us, I said water, but I mean, we could, the list could go on uh, of things that have made farming more difficult. And especially in a state like California, it's, I mean, just getting people to come to work is difficult. And what's most interesting, I know, you know, everybody has a cell phone, everybody um, needs a doctor. So these other professions and industries are definitely necessary a hundred percent but everybody eats you have to eat so it's just amazing to me that we don't communicate better as an industry how that food got there and that we're that our consumers aren't more knowledgeable about where their food came from so if you could tell consumers any one thing about the almond production or the almond industry what would mm -hmm. it be? if i could tell them anything it would be that 90% of almond farms are family owned. So when that farmer goes out there, he's worried about his own family and he's not going to grow a product that he's going to feed his family in an unhealthy or unsustainable manner. I think, you know, we get lost in this big ag, you know, people think of like, oh, corporate ag, it's owned by a company. There are very few of those and you probably know them by name because there are so few of them. Most of them are family farmers who have farmed the same land for generations and we are utilizing sustainable practices because if we don't, we lose our land. It won't become profitable, it won't produce for us. So we, we are taking care of the land and we are growing a product that is healthy and we would serve to our own families. So please keep that in mind when you are eating almonds. Thank you. If you could give any piece of advice to a high school student or someone looking to enter them in the profession, what would it be? Gosh, uh, my, my number one would be get involved. Go, go meet with a local grower. They will be happy to welcome you onto the farm and show you what they're doing. That, that's number one. If you can work a summer job and work with a farmer, even better. But if that's you know not an option for you, just calling up call up your local processor and say, hey, can I come and see what you do? Because if you are interested in this industry, the best thing you can do is see what actually happens on the day-to-day -day so that you know what you're working towards. That would be my, my number one. 
So there's lots of different avenues for high school students or even um, community college students or college students in general to enter this profession. And all they need to do mm -hmm. is essentially reach out. Definitely. I, you know, a lot of, I know Fresno State has a processing program. So we are starting to see more specialized programs available to kids that are interested in going this route and getting that hands-on experience. But the agricultural community is looking for young, inspirational people who think outside the box. We need to get creative. And I think we are doing that definitely in the last five years, we've come up with insane technology, but have, yeah, reach out and see what's going on because there's so much more technology involved in almond processing and almond growing. And also those peripheral almond um, support, like your PCAs or your, um, you know, crop consultants, they, the amount of technology they're using is crazy. Just because you're going to go into almonds or ag does not mean you have to drive a tractor. There is so much more. And I really encourage everybody to check it out and, and get a, a good taste of what you would be working towards. I know you kind of just touched base on the, the question that I was about to ask you, but where do you foresee the industry going in terms of technological advances? I know you talked about different majors and kind of specializing in that, but mm -hmm. technological advances, what other things are you um, foreseeing in the, in the near future? Yeah, so uh, right now, one thing I can tell you that we're currently doing at the moment is optical sorting. And uh, what that means is the almonds are dropping through a chute at 10,000 pounds an hour, and it uses red, green, blue, and blends the colors to identify defects in the almonds that are running through faster than your eye can check it, and then using air to kick out any defects from the almonds. So that's insane, that's crazy technology and not what you think of when you think of ag. Um, we use lasers, we use metal detectors, various magnets, there's mechanical, I mean, every machine has a mechanical component, um, but what we're starting to see even more, that's more on the processing side. On the growing side, we're starting to utilize drones. We're using um, dendrometers to measure the moisture pickup from trees. We're using um, cameras in the field to monitor insect pressure. So when we have a navel orange worm flight, there are now cameras that will take photos every 15 minutes. So the grower can monitor and apply their uh, pesticide sprays for navel orange worm in a timely manner, not instead of just spraying and hoping for the best, they're actually able to precisely time it. Um, you're starting to see um, huge advancements in harvesting. So right now we use a shaker and the almonds lay on the orchard floor and dry for a couple days and then they get picked up, but we are looking for options to be able to not let them hit the floor and find an alternative place for them to dry. There's a ton of research going into that. Um, we're seeing sorting machines that are re replacing hand sorting employees. So, um, you know, where we'd be able to cut down on labor as it is getting much more costly. So having people who are better educated to come in, that's really where the everyone's gonna be looking. Um, another, uh, piece of technology that we recently invested in is a grading machine. So typically what we do is we collect a sample and a um, trained 
quality control grader inspects the sample and then gives you the result. It's this much chip and scratch, it's this much serious damage, this much split broken, and this is the average size. And it takes that person about five to seven minutes to do just to do the analysis. We've now purchased a computer that will take that same exact sample and run it using cameras, uses six cameras from all different angles and is able to produce the same results more consistently in less than four minutes. So there is a huge explosion of technology in agriculture right now, and that's just almonds. Wow, that is amazing. Just how many different facets that you touch base on within one industry. It really mm -hmm. shows the different potentials for employment opportunities for high school graduates, community college graduates. Like there's a different spot for everyone in there. And I know you talked about skilled, having those skilled people enter the workforce and how it's needed and wanted. And it's good to see that there's a bright future for the almond industry and they're willing to accept new ideas and, and run with it and to improve their craft even better. Definitely. I'm, I'm the technology and agriculture are just really becoming simultaneous. They just go together. I also know that the purpose of the Toronto Chamber of Commerce, the reason why you guys are, sorry, the Toronto Chamber of mm -hmm. Commerce Agribusiness Committee, the reason why you guys give the scholarships out is to promote students returning back to the local agricultural industry here and pursuing mm -hmm. different areas of agriculture and being the new talent that we need within the industry as a whole. Yes. Very much so. So, you know, being on this committee, what attracted it to me was the we're, these scholarships are specific. They're specific to kids who have declared that they are going to pursue a agricultural degree in some way, shape or form. And also that they have at least plans. We all know that 18, you got plans to take over the world and maybe it doesn't work out that way, but, <laughs> um, but that you are intending to return to the Central Valley, to Turlock, to further agriculture. So it's an investment in our own industry when these kids are saying, hey, I want, you know, I want to go in and I want to learn more about agricultural education or I want to go into business management or business marketing. We need all of that. And I do see, I'm starting to see a swing where the majority of the, at least almond industry is starting, the, the middle age is starting to come down, which is good because we need the new generation. But for a long time, there was a lot of anxiety about the older generation is phasing out and there's nobody new to step in. And I'm hoping that this scholarship helps us bolster the younger age so that we, our industry can continue to be strong and to flourish as there's so much potential for our industry, not just in the production side, but for us to really refine the processes that we already have in place and become more efficient and, you know, provide a better product to our customers in the end. Well, I know that our time's just about up, but I just want to say thank you for joining today's episode. Um, yes. I'm so thankful to have you as my first interview, and I feel like <laughs> you opened up a wealth of knowledge, not only about the almond industry, but also about the Trout Chamber of Commerce Agribusiness Committee and how our students are supported um, locally, as well as agriculture as a whole and the almond industry. I hope that yes. this is informative for students and community members to know 
that this industry is really important and the information that was told today is accurate and helpful and I hope it creates an interest that, that, that people know where their food comes from and there's a want and a desire to know not just to read you know some social media posts that might not be the best reflection of the almond industry but to actually go go forward and go talk to you know your local farmer or rancher or talk to someone within the industry because everyone in this industry is willing to help and willing to give their time to better inform the public and community about what they're doing and how they're practicing sustainability or just in general and telling them where it comes from and how it comes from a tree and not a cow, you know? <laughs> yes, very <laughs> much. <laughs> um, so once again, thank you for joining today's episode and we look forward to seeing you on the first Wednesday of every month. Next podcast will be dropped on July 7th, 2021. 